Hey guys, we're live here from Infocom 2018. I'm going to be talking with Ernie Bailey, Gina Sansevero, and Jason Taylor, and we're going to be talking about all the highlights from the Infocom floor, as well as things going forward, and what's it like being a new tech manager at Infocom for the first time. All this and more on EdTech. The network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. 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 Is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. This is EdTech, episode 63, live from Infocom 2018. Support for AV Nation is brought to you by Extron Electronics. This is EdTech, the monthly higher ed tech podcast. I'm your host, Bill O'Donnell. We are currently from the wonderful uh, Infocom uh, convention here in wonderful Las Vegas. And today I'm joined by Jason Taylor from Drexel University. Next to, next to him is the ever-loving and ever-so-sweet Gina Sansevero. And as always, as I say, my wonderful counterpart, Mr. Ernie Bailey. How's everyone Hi. today? Wonderful. Doing very well, thank you. Good. Good. So. Uh, Infocom has, is coming and it's in the uh, last little realm of going here. Um, we got to walk the floor. Um, I was hopping around like a one-legged man in a butt-kicking contest, but you know, you, get, you do what you can. Anyway, um, so we looked at a couple of things. Um, Jason, I'm gonna go to you first. What was, the, uh, what, was, what was some of the things that you looked at and said, that's interesting? Or at least just going, hmm, I'm going to use that at some point in the future. Uh, uh, one of the first things that I saw when I walked onto the floor was the Hypervision um, holograms oh, yes. on, the, on the fans, and that was, that was pretty great. But I think the highlight for me for the show was the, uh, the Sony screen. I think it was 12K. Um, it it kind of made real life look like video games. I felt like uh, I didn't know that my eyes could see that well. Which is really funny because <laughs> at this show, um, Samsung went and de uh, deployed their commercial 8K, which they went and said, the wall. So it's one of those things where, you know, I just laugh. I look and I go, yeah, look, we're producing out the 8K. Sony did a 12K. <laughs> but did, video, Sony, did Sony do it? <laughs> video walls definitely seem to be uh, almost the theme of the show. Yes. Um, it's one of the, it's one of those things where um, not only is it the higher resolution, it's also um, how much of a crazy curve we can do. If, yeah, you, if you looked yeah. at LG's booth, it literally had a, a, a wave going on, which was um, cool. But at the same time, um, uh, if your budget is anything like mine, <laughs> you look at that and go, "Cool, yeah, <laughs> completely Not a chance. unattainable. <laughs> Not a chance." The uh, the uh, um, translucent OLED screen at LG also was was something that I thought I thought was pretty cool. Now that is cool. The the question that I have for this and Ernie, I'll shoot this one to you as well. Uh, my question is, um, it's cool. How are you going to mount that thing? Exactly. On the top or on the bottom? That's <laughs> one true. Of those. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm just thinking about the more I thought about that, the more I kept thinking. You know, Chief or Milestone, nope. or, well, no, now it's Legrand. Um, you know, the guys over at Chief are going to look at this, going, "Okay, now we're now we're getting into now we're getting into metal origami." Right. Yeah. 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 But um, yeah. So aside from that, um, any other any other notes? Or you just kind of looked at everything and went. Yeah, I, I, I everything that I was impressed by was completely you know unattainable for me. Um, 
but I saw a lot of really cool stuff. That's fine. <laughs> That's perfectly fine. Um, Gina, I, I know um, you being uh, you working for for FSR and everything. Um, you know, it's uh, it's almost like you've got a uh, invisible boundary of you know you can this is your this is your area. Don't go outside of it. However, it's like uh, the Roomba, right? Yes, yeah. yes. I was gonna I was gonna go with the invisible the invisible electric fence, but I like the Roomba far better. <laughs> um, my question to you is, as a manufacturer, and also you know, as an as an education uh, rep and anything, what were some of the questions, or at least what were some of the more? Um, it's going to be a two-parter here. Um, what were some of the things that you looked at and said, or at least folks kept asking one after the other after the other? It was you know hitting question A, and then the other one I'm going to ask is, was there at least one where you know you guys went, huh, that's a good idea? So. Um I am sure that we will have a lot of huh moments. Um, we, will, we will debrief after um, Booth Teardown tonight. Mm -hmm. And I would love to be on again to try to tell you what those huh moments are. Um, but I don't really have a huh moment right now. Okay, well. Um, but as far as questions being asked, we're seeing, um, I think that that, that trend that uh, technology managers and end users are kind of taking over. Mm -hmm. Continued this year, we've seen a lot of um, technology managers, a lot of end users on the show floor, just like we did last year. Mm -hmm. And they're asking for um, unique cable management and connectivity solutions. So you have a lot of minimalist tables now. You have a lot of see-through tables now. Mm -hmm. You have a lot of really um, it's, uh, it's mobile furniture. So how how do we hide things right. when it's mobile? Yeah, right. This is this is the um, uh, this seems to be a kind of a follow up wave. Um, and if you know if you've done the the renovations like I have, um, and uh, as I say, and uh, the only person who I think gets a little bit of a pass might be Ernie only because everything has to like depending on the classroom, certain things have to be medical like you know medically sealed. Right. Mm. But um, the bigger thing is. Uh, a lot of times when we have these big renovations or even new construction, um, sometimes the architects will get will be smart enough to at least partner with a proper consultant that knows these things. But uh, in like you know, say my case, we've had architects who went and said, "Isn't it wonderful? Doesn't it look great?" And I've tended to look and go and say, "Where's the cable management?" Right. They're like, "But doesn't it look cool?" <laughs> well, and that's a good point, right? So. Um, we're asked for charging a mm -hmm. lot, power a lot, and mobile power a lot because you have these beautiful new buildings, but the, the students are sitting on the floors in the hallway next to the only outlet yeah. for the next you know twenty yards. Mm -hmm. um, so that's a that's a huge trend this year. Yeah, that's um, that's one of the things that I really appreciate about you guys is doing the huddle blocks in the fact that, and this kind of goes back to the architect thing, in the fact that. Um, you guys, as well as uh, Mill Atlantic and um, even Marshall and uh, AVF, have all started listening about these things, in which the architects usually have looked and said, ah, it's, it's kind of wonky, or, oh, it doesn't meet, mat, my, match my color palette. Now, the moment that you guys went over and started doing things where it's like, oh, um, we can do stuff in Wilson Art colors, or, you know, wherever Wilson Art um, high pressure laminate. That seemed to have gotten kind of the architect's uh, hackles down. Um, but it's one of those things, well, here's the thing. You, you know, the architect is, is going to say, this is how it goes. If we're at least meeting them 
uh, going forward with this, it makes life a little bit easier. Yeah, so, you know, we, we focus on functionality first, mm -hmm. you know, and then we make sure that it looks good. Mm -hmm. And it can be customized to look good and work well. Yeah. So. Fair enough. So, Ernie, what yes. was, uh, uh, as I say, I'm, I'm sure you have had far more time on the floor than I did, so I want to hear what, uh, what, what piqued your interest. Well, there were several interesting things. Uh, most people know I started out in audio, so that's where I look first. And mm -hmm. I mean, I don't think there were more than two or three booths out there that did not have a sign about, you know, being Dante. Oh, yeah. Uh, now. The great unifier. But, uh, one of the most interesting things I saw, and it's one of those, I can't figure out how to use it in, in my situation. You know where I'm going with this. Oh, of course. Countryman has a tap shoe with a microphone in it and a transmitter in the heel they made for the Rockettes. Um, you know, uh, how, you, how you mix 60 shoes on a stage, I, I don't know. Oh, come on, it's a shoe-in. Oh. 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 I did it. I had to do it. It was, it was one of those ones I had to go for it. But it's still. So it is one of those ones that you, it makes you look and go, huh? But once you actually hear the actual application and, and, and where it's going, you're yeah. like, this makes sense. I'm just yeah, well imagining we, 60 shoes and surround sound, and that sounds. <laughs> oh, God. Can yeah, you imagine cool. river dance? <laughs> yeah. That's where I was getting ready to go. We talked to someone who has done river dance performances, mm -hmm. and they were seriously interested in these shoes. Oh, yeah. He so, came along with us. Um, yeah. Uh, it was uh, Keith from, uh, he was from uh, uh, the University of Calgary. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we had some uh, we had some interesting bits, I think, especially because he was told me about uh, how they used to also used to do miking, uh, mic setups for bagpipes, Bag which also, oh. here's a fun note. Um, <laughs> oh. uh, here's the fun <laughs> note on this one. Why is it that there's so many bagpipe players usually in marching bands? Is this a joke? Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course. Why yes. wouldn't it be? Why? Oh, it's because they're all trying to get away from the music themselves, too. Ah, <laughs> uh, come on, folks. It's Vegas. It's Vegas. Oh, it's It's bad. day three. Oh, I'm yeah. amazed. I'm coherent with all the... Let's put it this way. There was a lot of things that were covered. There was a lot of things that were talked about. You got to see a lot of people. There was a lot of dinner and drinks and post-convention uh, um, post, uh, uh, chats such as, you know, oh, I need this to happen, or I'm looking at this, this seems cool. And um, actually the thing that I saw that I thought was really kind of interesting was from a company called uh, Captiva, or Captiva. Yeah. And what they do is uh, it's a, white, it's a um, uh, whiteboard slash uh, glassboard um, capture camera. So, you know, say, you know, we've, we've all kind of gotten used to doing the uh, document camera setups and everything, but I know uh, our, at least our music faculty, they'll look at our document cameras and they're like, it's not covering the entire spreadsheet, I, or the entire sheet, I need, I need something bigger. Uh, or if they're writing out the uh, score and everything. So what this does, um, what they do is they've actually made a camera that it actually mounts to the wall. It mounts to the wall, kind of like a short, ar short throw, throw arm, and um, it then captures any still uh, images on the whiteboard. So you can be writing, and it won't see your hand until you know, you hold it there. I think they said for like seven seconds, seven seconds. which you know, if you're holding your hand in place for seven seconds on a whiteboard. You're um, not writing it. Uh, you're not doing it. <laughs> um, but the interesting thing that came from that 
is that it's uh, power over Ethernet and network-based. So you can either do, they had um, three models. There was an HDMI output one, which to me just, I heard that and went, well, it's just, it's just a wall-mounted dot cam. Um, there's the cloud version, and then there's the um, self-hosted uh, self self model. Yeah. And the thing that I really liked about it is that, uh, as we were talking with the guys, um, as you write out your notes and wipe things off and everything, it records it in a timeline. And so what it does, what it goes and does from there is it actually goes and sets up separate pages. So you can actually download everything as a PDF, and from there you can just, uh, just as easily load it up to Blackboard or yeah. LMS and everything. Right, now it will capture individual pages if you want it to, or it will capture the whole deck as a single PDF. Sure. So you have a PDF book yep. at the end of your talk if you need it. Which, you know, depending on the faculty member that, uh, that you or I know, um, some of them will go and say, that's quaint, and then the others will go, oh, this has made my life so much easier. Yeah, yes. So um, that actually, um, I'm actually looking forward to that, and I believe the the, the price was actually fairly reasonable. I think it was uh, just under a thousand dollars. Just under a thousand dollars. So it's one of those things um, I could see that taking off very easily in the active learning space. Yes. Uh, as well as uh, in earning, as I say, earning in your case, yeah. uh, a couple of a couple of the uh, lecture halls. Although right. the qu real question is going to be. Um, uh, at least for me, the, what I see it as, if in the future, if they can make it where you could actually um, uh, rotate the head, because in larger lecture halls, um, you know as well as I do, they still have the slide, the uh, uh, sliding, sliding whiteboards or sliding. We've sliding. gotten rid of most of the sliding ones. This one's limited to a four by six format, also. Uh, okay. So you cannot have a bigger image than four by six. Fair enough. Uh, and you might also want to mention that Crestron's marketing the same device. True, uh, and uh, they were kind enough to tell us who was making it. Yes, so. they were. They were actually good about that. So it, it makes uh, it, it definitely makes life a little easier on that one. I mean, it, listen, if you're comfortable with buying it from Crestron, fine. Mm -hmm. I, me personally, I kind of like uh, like going directly to the source. But as yeah. I say, even Crestron, you know, has it right on their box where it says, um, I believe it says Crestron, but also underneath it says uh, um, Captiva. Yeah, Captiva. So. Yeah, kept you. Yeah. I'm going to be doing that. As I say, it's it's one of those ones where I'm like, I'm sure I'm going to yeah. end up seeing the PR, the uh, PR, the uh, marketing or PR folks, and they're, yeah. they're going to like just all of a sudden just psh, branded it on my forearm. They're like, don't mess it up again. <laughs> but um, the only other thing that I saw, then it's 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 one of these things where it's a it's a size reduction, but at the same time, it is it, it's. It's one of those things I like it, especially in that you could probably end up doing this in um, student unions or, or hallways as a kind of a, a background noise generator kind of thing, is uh, Atlas did their strategic hidden speaker series. Yes. And that is actually pretty cool in the fact that the literally the um, the, the actual the actual uh, um, output area of where the they, I think they call it the lens. Um, was probably really no bigger than the diameter it's of the, the coffee inches. cup. Three, three inches. Three inches. There we go. So um, yeah, it's barely noticeable, and you can adjust the uh, cover the um, the coverage uh, right. spread and everything. And I was very impressed with the sound coming out of it. Yeah. Uh, for the size of it. And okay. um, Ernie, there was one other thing um, you had mentioned. It was the I think it was what the uh, um, it was a push load, pin load lifter. I think yeah. is what they called it. Atlas had it. They apparently have had it for several years. Mm -hmm. I've just never seen it. 
but it's a device that will uh, clamp into a rack. Mm -hmm. It's got pins that go into the rack holes that you can set your heavy equipment on mm -hmm. while you're installing it. Fair enough. You know. So, um, Jason, yes. I, I know you're uh, kind of new to this one, but and everything, but. Um, what I say, this is just one of those things I always like to get from folks or anything. Um, first off, is this your first Infocom? It is indeed. Okay. So second off, um, as I say, hey, Gina, that makes it two for two. <laughs> Last year we had Wendell, it was his, uh, I believe it was his first time. So It was. Um, so I was actually going to ask you on this one uh, two things. One, um, had, as I say, had you, how, long, how long had you known about Infocom? At least the show, and two was why did you, you know, why like why this year as opposed to like, you know, in previous times, and it could just easily be, well, they finally said yes. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> the why is because I just recently, well, I guess almost a year ago, came into the position that I'm in now, where mm -hmm. I, you know, I actually have some influence, uh, and um, I've heard about, I hadn't heard about the show really before, you know, a few months ago. Okay. So, uh, and I'm here because my my predecessor, Rob Raspberry, can't be. So well, I'm, I'm filling in for him. Fair enough. Uh, Rob, we miss you. <laughs> do miss you. Um, but it's cool. So, um, how did you, as I say, how how did you feel about everything? Did you take it all in and just went, oh, wow. Like, it's it's in, very overwhelming, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I've been to, a, I was at a, an event uh, in Virginia a couple months ago and it was very small mm -hmm. and uh, so yeah just the, the, the two <coughs> halls are you know very it's a lot I think I've been uh, doing about five miles a day of walking according mm -hmm. to my yes. phone yeah now, now here's the fun <laughs> one if you come next year it'll be in Orlando yeah and I hear that's just one big hall in Orlando yes. yeah as I say Ernie how about this you want to go half seas we uh, we rent like uh, two of the rascal scooters <laughs> yeah and, I, and they're available for rent right I mean, yes you, you can do yes that. that's how you no. make that's as I say believe me I, I may actually do that is I'll fly down uh, um, at least a couple days early and just uh, do some long-term rentals <laughs> hey I've got hey listen I've got a PayPal I've got a, a PayPal business account and a card reader Come on, I'll make this. I'll make this work. <laughs> but um, it is, as I say, it is good to hear like just um, new, like you know, new folks coming in and checking this out and everything. And How do you yeah. retain all of the information that you? Well, I, I, I take night notes on my on my phone, mm -hmm. and um, yeah, I, I, I probably not retain <laughs> all of it honestly. Well, it is. It is. Let's play this way. First time for everyone. First time at this show for everyone. It's kind of like drinking from a fire hydrant. Yeah, sure, yeah. Sure. Uh, just because there is so much stuff, and as I say, Ernie, I think in in my in, in the times that you and I have been here, yeah. I mean, what like there's been at least a couple of times where it's like, oh, did you know about this exhibit or at yeah. least this no. area? And it's like totally missed what, that. What, <laughs> wait, was that even that was there? Yeah. So one thing I, I learned is that today is the day where I shouldn't be flying out as soon as I leave this situation. And uh, the, the the floor is a lot less crowded mm -hmm. than it has been the last couple of days. Yeah, yep. and uh, I feel like it would be it would be more advantageous for me to be leaving this evening or even tomorrow morning, and and having a little more time on the floor where where there's a lot less crowd. Well, you live, you learn. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. For next year, uh, for next year, uh, I know. Yeah, Absolutely. just remember, just remember, next year, bring a towel. Um, <laughs> the humidity in Florida is no joke. Uh, the humidity in Philadelphia is also no joke. <laughs> oh no! If anything, if anything, Gina is to say Gina's hair and my hair will 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 will, will fluff up by an extra inch just due to the, the frizz. Um, but the thing is, though, it's good to see um, new folks coming to this. And if anything, to, as I say, just a, this is a fun pop quiz bit. But 
What percentage of the show of the show attendance do you think was uh, tech managers? Um, percent? I honestly, I that's a hard question to answer. Uh, so. I would say it's kind of a low percentage, to be honest. There's right, a lot of there's right. a lot of people out there that are. All right, all right. This, this, so, all right. We're <laughs> going to go go down down the line here with this, and this is just be a little fun bit on this. So, Gina, what, what do you think was the percentage? So do you know the real answer? I do. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Good. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm looking I'm, forward I'm, to that. I'm Alex Trebek <laughs> in this. <laughs> oh, what is? Um, <laughs> no, no, so I would say probably fifteen percent. Okay, Ernie. I go a little bit higher than that. I go probably 23 percent. Oh, well. Uh, Alex. As I say, uh, as <laughs> and, and and unfortunately, all of you are are wrong on this one. It's about forty percent. Oh, oh, nice! Holy That's exciting. mackerel! Yeah, that is I exciting. was right when I said before that that trend is increasing. Yep. Yeah. Holy mackerel! Yeah. Good. You know, That's when up. I first started coming to Infocom, before some of y'all were born, probably. <laughs> uh, <laughs> before it was Infocom, back when it was Nava. If you were a technology manager, you had to have a manufacturer or a rep take you to booths or they wouldn't talk to you. Interesting. Hmm. I mean, that that was interesting. There's been a big change. That, yeah. that change really started in the late 90s. Mm -hmm. The thing I remember last year, um, uh, uh, it was one of those things, we were kind of going through some of the booths and everything, and all of a sudden the big buzz, uh, I remember it was like going through the Crestron booth, and all of a sudden everyone's like, oh yeah, no, we have to get everything set up, why all this, and I'm going, what, is there like a, another uh, big consultant or something coming through? They're like, no, the folks from Facebook are coming through. We want to make sure everything's set. It's like, ah, see, oh, there you go. We saw now, people from Amazon. I mean, we saw definite, like, a completely different crowd than we used to see t 10 years ago. Yeah. It's, um, and, and you know what, I, it's one of those things where I think it's a good thing because from a feedback pers perspective, um, it's good for manufacturers. Listen. Integrators are always going to be needed. I'm never going to say that they're that they're 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 not needed. Ernie and I can have different conversations about this, but they, they we at least but they at least need them for one for the folks who don't know what they're getting into, or at least what they what they have with them. But secondly, is the fact that um, end users would usually tell the integrators. The integrators would then end up telling the manufacturers, yeah, yeah, listen, we need this box because you know. We need to we need to work it out to make it like a hang and bang kind of situation, um, but now I think the, the end users are actually coming more often to the shows and everything. You guys you guys are actually getting direct feedback and getting going. Yeah, listen, this is cool. Um, hey, listen, we like your your charging pads and everything, but they beep. Don't <laughs> make them beep. <laughs> It's true, and that's already that's been it. That's, and and from what <laughs> folks have told me, that one's already been uh, been corrected. <laughs> that was a legitimate request. Yes. Um, I I think that's the truth, right? And and I think that even show aside, a lot of manufacturers are willing to not only educate, um, you know, the tech managers directly now, mm -hmm. whereas they yeah. used to rely on the um, integrators to be able to do that for them. Mm -hmm. They'll educate directly, they'll train directly, mm -hmm. um, and and still going through the dealer channel for purchasing. Of course, um, but, but just understanding that it's not a, a game of telephone mm -hmm. um, where, where we're, we assume you know how to use our products, how to install our mm -hmm. products, how to troubleshoot our products, 
because you should have been taught, but um, yeah. now you're coming directly to us and, and we're addressing that. And that's the thing that I, I think at the, the baseline of this with the show, and I really appreciate it, is the fact that there's been, um, there's always been, obviously, you know, Super Tuesday, there's always been training available and everything, but I think uh, one of the bigger trends we've noticed is that not only are there more end users coming to the show, but the end users, the end users' knowledge base has gone gone oh, up considerably. Without a doubt. So it's it's you know we're getting more we're getting better feedback about things. It's the hey listen I want to do this. What do you have that can accomplish this? And actually Ernie pointed this out to me was the fact that we went by the Williams Sound or sorry now it's Williams uh, William a Williams AV. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In which um, it's a assisted, as I say, essentially, it's you could take assisted listening, um, put it on a, on a uh, server system. But the nice thing is that you can take inputs via Dante, and then just send it, and then just uh, send it, send it out um, via what I believe it was iOS, yeah. Android, and a yeah, color it comes things. out uh, via the campus Wi-Fi system. Yep, uh, and there are free apps mm -hmm. for. All the different devices that are out there now, which I, which from an ADA compli an ADA compliance as well as just making things easier for our students yeah. is is a, a huge thing, yeah. and that's that's the biggest thing that I think comes out, comes out of this is that from from a tech manager's perspective with all of us, as much as we look at stuff and you know Jason you know you saw like the wall it's like the wall's cool mm -hmm. yeah, yeah yeah but the wall. The wall looks cool, but at the end of the day, it's not only me that's it unattainable for you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, but on top of that, it's it's, it's also how does this make um, life easier for our faculty, and how does this make life yeah. easier for our students? Because you know, no, you know, the students will say it's cool, but yeah. nobody's coming to Drexel, Drexel saying, yeah, they got that 12K video wall, right. man. So I, right. I was, there was another Sony product that was. Uh, uh, an audio, I don't remember, I actually have it on my phone. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll tell you what it's called, if it, my phone works for me. Uh, spatial audio technology. So they mm -hmm. had uh, basically a sound bar, mm -hmm. and the, uh, the sound effects were three-dimensional, three essentially. But mm -hmm. you, depending on what monitor you stood in, there were three different languages. Oh. So if you stood in the center, it was in English. If you stood on the left, it was in French, and mm -hmm. I, if you, uh, whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah, but Swahili. <laughs> But it was very cool that you know you could have multiple uh, languages in the same environment, and mm -hmm. just depending on where you were standing, you would be able to hear that. So that, I mean, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. along those lines. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I look at when we come here is how can we improve the the teaching environment, mm -hmm. whether or the learning environment, whichever way you want to look at it. You know, uh, I spent a long time on the academic side. We only supported the teachers, did not support the students. I never understood that when I was reorganized. We looked, started looking at both sides, mm -hmm. and you know, our job is to uh, enhance and support the education mm -hmm. on our campuses. Mm -hmm. And yeah, there's the wow factor out there, but that's that's not going to help the students learn or help the instructors teach. You know, maybe there is something with a wow factor that can do that. Mm -hmm. And you know, if we can get those in and they're affordable, let's look at them. Mm -hmm. But let's find the things that are, you know, maybe you know, like I said, they're not the real they're Fancy not the, things. They're yeah. not the, the so, f like for example, yeah. and um, Gina and I have talked about this and everything. Um, some of the huddle blocks we started putting out in like just the general mm -hmm. congregation areas. Now, is that going to make um, is that going to make uh, uh, you know the grades go up by twenty percent or anything? No, but at the same time, when you have students have at least a little bit more of a comfort in either the classroom 
or in the non-traditional learning spaces and everything, they can focus more on the academics, which yeah. increases the graduation rate well, and just... Yeah. Well, I mean, I think what you're trying to do, right, is to retain students, and mm -hmm. re yes. students are easier to retain if they're engaged in the campus, mm -hmm. um, if they're engaged in the school, and, and that comes down to, you know, what do you do, number one, to keep them there, so you're mm -hmm. providing charging opportunities, yeah. um, and especially for commuter students, uh, you're, you're better able to have them stay on campus, mm -hmm. where they have a pride for their school, that's a growing pride. It's easier yeah. to retain a student than and cheaper than to recruit new students, right? And there's mm -hmm. always that sense of competition, so how yeah. do you have, how do you help them succeed in retaining yeah. them? Well, let's go back to the huddle station you mentioned. Yeah. What we found is that if the students are sitting around a huddle station discussing something, a professor is very likely to engage with them. Mm -hmm. And you know, with five or six students, uh, additional discussion, he'll hear what was going on, mm -hmm. and it relates to what he just taught, or maybe even relates to something he taught to a different group of students, and these are talking about the same thing. Mm -hmm. He'll stop and join in the conversation, and uh, the students feel more engaged. They feel like the professors care about them at that mm -hmm. point. Yeah. So that's that's what uh, I, I really kind of enjoy about the show is just it's it's uh, there is the ooh and ah factor, but there's also more of the uh, how do we make how do we make our campus better. Yeah. So that's as I say that is the uh, as I say that's all we really have for the show and everything. Uh, Jason, where can the fine folks uh, find you uh, um, on, uh, online? Can they find you on LinkedIn, Twitter? Instagram. No, no, no you don't sure. have to do the <laughs> Instagram. No Instagram. <laughs> um, just LinkedIn. Nope, I got rid of my LinkedIn account as well. All right, fair <laughs> enough. You can find you him on. Find, just find you me. You can find Drexel. him on. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Gina, they can find you on LinkedIn as well as Twitter. They can find me on LinkedIn um, and also on Twitter uh, at fsr underscore edu and at Gina Sands. Mr. Ernie Bailey, find me on LinkedIn. Fair enough. You can find me on Twitter as well as LinkedIn, and um, more than likely you'll probably sh find me on the, f the show floor today. Mm -hmm.